Hello, Overcomers. My name is Crystal Hall, and this is the third episode of um, my podcast. I just wanted to kind of go over something that I think is really, really important um, not to do for folks who are going through this divorce process. And I think it shouldn't matter what the reason is for the divorce. Um, but definitely don't do this to somebody who's spouse has left them um, or cheated on them with somebody else. Because as somebody who experienced that, believe me when I say there are times where I think about what I could have done different. There are plenty of times that I have beaten myself up over things that I did or didn't do during my marriage. But ultimately, The person responsible for cheating, that is exactly who is responsible. Um, It is not the person who didn't do the cheating unless, you know, I don't even know if there's an unless because ultimately if if there is an issue in the marriage, you need to talk to the person about what the issue is and you should not, absolutely should not bring in another person because I think it just complicates the issue that much more. Um, Why bring in an innocent party, even though they may be making that decision to get involved with somebody who is married, um, but why bring in a third person when that third person is just going to complicate everything uh, much more? Um, Kind of what prompted this is that, um, I think as I mentioned previously, I belong to the online group that was created by Vicki Stark, who wrote the book, Runaway Husbands. And there was a post, and I suspect that the person who made this post, um, really her intentions um, were not only to, um, you know, create um, drama in this group, um, but also to drive people to her Facebook um, page. Um So I just kind of wanted to read to you what she wrote and just kind of talk about the ridiculousness of this. And again, this is not, this is not coming from a place of trying to help other people whose spouses have cheated on them. This is coming from a place of judgment. It is coming from a place of righteousness and it pisses me off that we have people out there who think that this is okay. So this is what the, this is what she posted. I've recently joined, but will be leaving this group. I'm no one to judge. So I will just say that it grieves me to see divorce and vengeance celebrated as a right response. I found viewing my husband as the only bad one in the relationship was not a solution for a broken heart. I am in the process of restoring my marriage after infidelity. Yes, it can be done. It's taken faith, time, and unconditional love, which is lacking in today's instant gratification, and I'm supposed to be happy world. It has been a hard but joyous and healing year as God has confronted me with my faults and struggles instead of just focusing on my husband's failures. Many will not want to hear this because divorce and husband bashing seem like answers. I know because I can have a fervent, critical spirit. Once I realized how lost and broken and confused my husband was, not a player or user, I didn't take his behavior so personally and prayed for his healing and his soul. 
It's not an easy journey, but the change I see in my husband and myself when I trusted God with him is nothing short of a miracle. I have no doubt the next 30 years will far exceed the first 15 in intimacy and love. Go against the grain, ladies. Try to save your marriage. There are resources to help you. And then she provides a link to the resources. So let me just say this. Um... I know that, again, that I did things in my marriage that were not perfect. I know that, okay? But it is not up to me to fix somebody else. I can't fix somebody else, number one, if they are unwilling to talk to me about what the issues are. You know, forget even that. I can't fix somebody else. You know, the bottom line is the only person I can fix is myself. So, you know... um, you know, she says she's not here to judge, but you know, she she basically goes through this message and she and she judges. Um, you know, she says, which is lacking in today's instant gratification. I'm supposed to be happy world. Well, you know what? Guess what? My ex said to me over and over and over and over and over again, over again to the point that um, I get that no one. You know, everyone deserves happiness, but it should not come at the expense of somebody else. So, um, when she says, I'm supposed to be, you know, people live for this instant gratification, I'm supposed to be happy world, that's exactly what he said to me. You know, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be happy. Yes, you deserve to be happy, but don't do it in such a way that is destructive and tears down somebody else. You don't have to do it that way. So, um, so it, you know, so I, I get, I get that, I get that link. Um, or, or I see that post, and then somebody else posted from um, a, a person online uh, who is, I just think, you know, a phenomenal. You know, he just, I think he did a really good job of. Um, talking about what we what I'm trying to get across. So this guy's name is Roger Michael Morello and he has a Facebook page and I um urge you to go check it out because I think that, you know, essentially what he says is what I believe. You know, he he basically says the reality of life is some people aren't meant to be together in a relationship or should have never gotten married in the first place. Sometimes you realize you're two different people, just have different values, you grow apart and you're just two perfectly imperfect humans. All fine and good. That's life. Nothing at all wrong with that. Normal, sane, and stand-up human beings come to terms with and accept these facts. Respectful, dissolving, dealing with, and leaving their current relationship to move on. They reflect and eventually start a new relationship more suitable for them. Unfortunately, there are those that take a different route. You know, someone that likes to text even when you're laying in bed next to them. Getting a side piece and living a a double life is never a proper course of action. Seems like a simple enough concept. However, there are many that don't seem to grasp it. As a victim of adultery, I know firsthand how sick, manipulative, and absolutely twisted those that are unfaithful can be. Infidelity isn't a lack of love. It's a lack of respect for another human being's life. No person has the right to manipulate and walk over another person's life in such a way. You may think, what's wrong with me? And how could they do this to me? Know that there's nothing wrong with you. It's always about them. You may not have been perfect. You may have made some mistakes. You both may not belong together, but know this. You did nothing to cause or deserve it. 
Don't internalize someone's pathetic behavior. Cheating is a choice made by something missing in them, not you. It's never a mistake. It's a decision. A person that can look you in your face, be lying through their teeth, then happily smile and sleep like a baby is twisted. Finding out the truth and finally losing a person like this is not something to cry about. It's a blessing to your life. You will be better for it. They will not. They weren't stolen from you. Know that they weren't valuable to you or your life anyhow. As they say, one person's trash is another person's treasure. Now, let me just say this because my ex-husband and I, we share three kids and three grandkids. I don't think he's trash. What I think he did is trash. So there is a difference. Um... It is so true. You know, when he says that cheating is a choice, they make a choice to step outside the bounds of marriage. And it doesn't matter if it's five years into it. It doesn't matter if it's 20 years into it. It doesn't matter if it's 30 years, 30 years into it. That person has made a decision. And I can't change that person you know, my ex's decision that he made in order to step out of, uh, out of the marriage. I can't change that. All I can do is accept that as my new reality and move on and be better. And so that is why I think that this podcast is so important because one, I think that people, there are people out there who are struggling and who continue to struggle with infidelity. There are internet websites out there where they talk about what the person who was cheated on can do in order to save their marriage. Well, guess what? I went through it (laughs) for seven months, trying really hard not to swear here, guys, because I don't want to have to put explicit on all my podcasts. But I tried for seven months, you know, and I read the blogs and I read the websites and I did what they kept telling me to do, which was to let him have his freedom and eventually he would come back. I, you know, set up the counseling. I did everything humanly possible to save my marriage during that seven months um, of me trying to fix it. You know, Vicki Stark talks about this, you know, ultimately, you know, especially, especially the people who run away from their marriage in the way that I'm talking about, they made this decision many months before they let their spouses know. There is no fixing that. If there was fixing it, the person who chose to leave would have had a conversation. They would have done what they needed to do prior to getting to the point where their foot was already out the door. So I can't fix that. You can't fix that. So, you know, the other thing of this is I want people out there to understand that infidelity is not a victim, victimless thing. It damages people. It is hurtful. When you are in a marriage, Um, especially, and I'm not even going to say especially, I just think overall, when you're in a marriage and you make that decision to be committed, um, to one another, and then, you know, the other person decides to step outside the marriage and cheat, and it doesn't matter if it's a 
physical cheating or an emotional cheating, anytime you are involving a third person into the, you know, into the relationship, it's, it's, it is, it is cheating. And so again, I'm trying not to swear. <laughs> um, so, you know, infidelity, you know, I'm so tired of seeing the movies out there or seeing the different, um, you know, things out in popular culture about, you know, the other woman, you know, being, you know, this, this person, um, that we should admire or anybody who gets involved in, um, you know, gets involved with a married person, you know, conversely, I've seen things where, you know, oh, they just weren't happy. And of course they had to do this because, you know, the wife or the husband just didn't understand them and they deserve happiness. And again, I'm all for somebody finding their happiness. You need to do it though. After you've done the grown up thing of talking to your spouse and saying, hey, look, this isn't working for me any longer. And I'm not sure that there's anything we can do in order to fix it. But you know what? I'm going to do what I can to maybe try to fix it. And if we make the decision, if we, because we've been a couple all these years, make the decision that we are going to divorce, then at least both sides have a say, have a true say in the ending of the marriage. What is what has happened to me and what has happened to other women like me is that we had no say. We were led to believe that there you know that we were in good marriages. And so, you know, literally it feels like our ex-husbands literally just woke up one day and decided that marriage no the marriage was no longer working for them. That's what it feels like to the person who is being left behind when we have runaway spouses. The runaway spouse has had these conversations in their head. They've made the decision months ago to leave, but they never bothered to include their spouse in this decision. So that is why it is so traumatic. And, you know, Vicky talks about in her book that there are some people, there are some men who literally will look at their wives and say, I can't do this anymore. And they'll leave. And, you know, she says that basically when that happens, then the person, the wife who's being left can start to move on. You know, she can start the healing process. That is not what my husband did to me, you know? Um, and, I'm not going to rehash everything. I don't want to fucking rehash everything. So all this being said, um, infidelity sucks. It is not fair. It is not right. And if you are somebody who honestly believes that the person who was cheated on deserve to be cheated on or they could have done something more in order to save the marriage, please keep your judgment to yourself because quite frankly, I don't want to hear it and none of the other women out here want to hear it either. And if it's just because you were trying to do something in order to you know, build up business because you provide a link to your website, um, 
that is even more sick and twisted. And I would just ask that you look deep within yourself. And if, and because you portray yourself as a religious person, I'm just going to tell you that God is judging you right now. The greater being, um, is judging you right now. And it is just pathetic. It's sick and it's, and it's twisted. And, um, I just feel really sorry that you felt like that you had to post something like that in a group with women who are trying to do the best that they can being in a situation that none of them, none of them ever expected. And so, you know, I just hope that you never experience what we experience. And, you know, all I can do is say, Best wishes to you, and again, um, you know, I think the universe will do what it needs to do, whatever that may be. So thank you for joining me today, and um, I hope you, you know, just kind of keep in mind what I said. Be sympathetic to people who are going through struggles, even if you don't, you have never experienced it, and please don't tell people to just get over it. Bye. Remember that you can find me online at um, It's Never Too Late to Try. Dot com, um, as well as on Instagram at I am Crystal Hall, C H R I S T A L, last name Hall, H A L L. Make sure you tune back for more episodes.